Childproofing people's homes is hard, but Duracell is making it just a bit simpler. Not only are they committed to educating parents, caregivers, and medical professionals about the importance of battery safety, they also make the only lithium coin batteries with a non-toxic bitter coating to help discourage children from swallowing them. Duracell even features child-secure packaging designed to avoid accidental opening. Learn more at Duracell.com slash power safely, available on 2032, 2025, and 2016 sizes. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. I love CBS. It could be my favorite store. Let me tell you why. It's hard to get a new look with old makeup. Did you know that beauty products have best buy dates? Take a look and toss them out. When you spring an hour forward this week, be sure to take the time to replace batteries and smoke detectors. Toss out old vitamins, allergy relief, OTC products, makeup, and anything else that might be outdated. CVS can help with this. This week, they're offering 20% off CVS pickup orders, so it's a great time to order replacements. It's all part of the CVS Spring Fling. Fling out the old, save on the new. Get 20% off when you buy online and pick up in store using CVS Pickup. Use the promo code SPRING20 to save big during the CVS Spring Fling. Visit cvs.com slash spring fling for details. You deserve to treat yourself, so turn your tax refund into a U-fund and give yourself a Straight Talk Wireless Extended Silver Unlimited plan and get a new Samsung Galaxy A14 on them. You can get a great everyday value on wireless with Straight Talk's unlimited plans starting at $25 a line per month for four lines. You'll save so much, you'll be enjoying that refund all year long. It's the refund that keeps on refunding. Find Straight Talk at straighttalk.com or at your local Walmart store. Taxes and fees not included. Offer valid through 41424 while supplies last. Online only. Must purchase a Straight Talk extended silver unlimited plan to qualify. Limit of five phones per customer. Family plan discount with four lines. All in the silver unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto pay discount. Tired of spills and stains on your sofa? Wash away your worries with Anabay. Anabay, the only sofa that's machine washable inside and out, where designer quality meets budget-friendly prices. That's right, sofas from only $639. Anabay brings you a no-risk experience with pet-friendly, stain-resistant, and changeable slipcovers made with performance fabric, cloud-like comfort with high-resilience foam, and hypoallergenic featherless down that needs no fluffing. Their steel frame ensures longevity, and you can rearrange the modular pieces anytime. And here's the cherry on top, up to 60% off site-wide. It's backed by a 30-day satisfaction guarantee, so if you're not absolutely in love, send it back for a full refund. No return shipping or restocking fees. Every penny back. Join the revolution of easy, clean, stylish living with up to 60% off at anabay.com. That's A-N-A-B-E-I.com. Offers are subject to change and certain restrictions may apply. This is the Ben and Ashley I Almost Famous Podcast with iHeartRadio. It's Almost Famous time and we're here. It's a huge episode today. We have Maddie Pruitt coming on. We also are going to do our regular Bachelor recap and we're going to do Bachelor headlines. But to start, we want to also break down the rule uh, for this week's Bachelor bracket. Ashley, what do we got? This week's batch bracket rule is plus 10 points. If a contestant mentions they can see a future with another contestant. Oh, my gosh. This is the week for this. There's oh. going to be a lot of this chatter. It's going to be great. Hey, uh, Ashley, a uh, huge episode this week. Um, massive stuff going on. I do want to mention that a lot of people out there are probably expecting us because uh, Michelle's uh, suitors have been revealed revealed. they're they're expecting us to break down that we we're gonna do that ashley we're just gonna wait till after paradise because okay great yeah thanks ben i feel like we're jumping the gun on all of these meet the contestants because uh am i wrong in saying that 
they released the new Bachelors contestants as well this week. They got we got a sneak peek. We got some photos. I don't know if they're official, but I'm like, guys, slow down. We're not meeting these girls till January. I really don't care. Yeah, you know what? And and I don't think our listeners do either. We have a lot to focus on, and Paradise is that thing right now. We will do it for you. Just give us some time. Let's talk Paradise. Let's focus for a bit. So let's start here, Ashley. This week's episode is a big uh, episode. We obviously have the drama between Ivan uh, and Aaron kind of rolling over to the start of this. Ashley, what do we got? Okay, so obviously we know that Aaron is mad, as usual, because Chelsea... But it's okay, because in this case, I feel like I'm kind of on his side. Yeah, Uh, yeah, because he is going after Ivan because he kissed Chelsea... After saying things like, I am not here trying to get anybody's rose, like, I've kind of been here, I've met everyone, and uh, I understand why Aaron gets mad at this. Of course, I always feel like Aaron's a little bit too dramatic about it, but then uh, Ivan says something to him like, I didn't, I didn't even pull her, she pulled me, she was the one that wanted to talk to me, and then we do that little flashback and we see that is not the case and Ivan was definitely lying and he was kind of lying to everyone so I'm like okay Ivan step off yeah uh what do you what do you think about that moment because i think it gets even um yeah juicier you become even more on aaron's side later at the um, actual rose ceremony well let's start by saying this could not have been a worse episode for ivan i mean uh a fan favorite a guy that has kind of walked without a lot of um issues on this show he has like just a few weeks left and it feels like everything blows up for him at the beginning of this episode, like everything kind of blows up during during the process of it. This is my thought. Yeah, I think Ivan was in the wrong. I think he admitted it. Uh, I think we have anytime we have video footage of somebody lying, um, we have to dig into that a bit and say, hey, he messed up. Now, do I think Ivan's the worst human in the world? No. Did he do anything that outrageous that other people have not done on Paradise? No, not really. But he lied about it like he did. And he tried to point it on Aaron or point it on Chelsea. And I think that was unfair. I think it was a big mistake on his part. And obviously we'll talk about it later. But Ivan's whole episode kind of was a big blow up. I do want to ask you this, though, uh, because I've been a fan of her from the very beginning. I still am. Uh, But was Chelsea at all in the wrong during any of this? Like she kissed Ivan. She was obviously with Aaron. We see through the episode that she feels like her and Aaron are a thing, obviously. But did Chelsea mess up at all with the rules of paradise by kissing Ivan on that couch? Probably not. Okay. Why? Because she is kind of like in the position of being pursued. Like, I think she's... The guys have the rose. Wait, the, the guys don't have the roses. Um, so she is in the position of being pursued. And I don't think things are like tight enough with Aaron for her to like not be okay with, with talking to Ivan. Um, that's all I kind of have to say about that. I don't know. I mean, I, I, I don't think she was in the wrong. I do think it hurt her relationship with Aaron. Um, I think. He probably thought there was something happening. I think he probably thought that was a big day for them uh, for the, to, to kind of enhance their relationship. And so when that happened, I do think it took a step back, which m- maybe it's giving the excuse for Aaron to why he did what he did during prom, which we'll get to in a little bit. But yeah, that also weird. It's just like kind of all related together. So let's let's jump to the next big moment. Definitely. And that is when Wells says that he needs to talk to Ivan privately before the um, before the rose ceremony. And he says that they basically caught him going to another contestant. Her name is Alexa. Yeah. Um, her room, the night that they stayed in the hotel. We we knew from those scenes from the next the next episode last week that something obviously went down for them to even show the fact they left campus for a little while. We were thinking that possibly he had something with Chelsea, but actually he ends up seeing like a list or something on a producer's phone that tells him that this girl, Alexa, who he was interested in from the get-go is in the hotel. And I guess awaiting her arrival to paradise ends up spending some quality time with her alone 
Noah, his roommate, totally must have known this because he left the room for hours unless he said he was going to do an interview for a long time. Um, And then he, you know, he has to admit this. And to me, in this moment, the big like dun 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 is okay. He really was using Chelsea. He was really using her to get the rose so that Alexa would come down the next week. And I'm actually shocked there were even any girls that came down this week. I think normally they cut it off with the new arrivals at this point. Yeah, that felt a little, a little bit like odd because you only have like a week to build this relationship and then yeah, not even have a sleepover afterwards. But we did see some new girls come up and, and some new people. But let's focus on this for a second because this was obviously a big moment in the episode. It was very dramatic. It was stretched out. It was played out. But Ivan's biggest mistake here, in my opinion, the reason he left is not, ne- I mean, not necessarily pursuing um, Alexa. Because I think, you know, he, he was fairly single. He made some poor choices, but he was fairly single. I mean, mm-hmm. I'm wondering if the big mistake, and tell me if I just totally missed this, is that he got on a producer's phone. I mean, I think like if Ashley, if you and I as friends, if I had my phone laying out and you got on my phone um, to research something uh, within the like that I had on my phone, like that's a big invasion of privacy, one that like you and I would have an issue with. So I think that to me stood out as like, that. hey, if he just went and visited Alexa, weird decision, not a great decision, not an end all be all like he was pursuing a girl he liked. It was he broke the trust of the show okay so this week ivan tweeted something that was kind of juicy for all of us especially with podcasts he said that anybody who gets me on my whatever first podcast i go on is gonna get gold so my thought is that there's a little bit more to this story and it's not in there Interesting. I don't know whether he saw a list i don't know i don't know that he would actually go on somebody's phone um, I think there's something ad- additional to this. Okay. Well, yeah, I don't want to. I don't want to make assumptions, but I do remember a, something within this episode of him saying there was a producer's phone laying out, and he saw it. So I was just thinking, hey, it, it sounded like from the show at least that he took a phone and was looking at it. But that could be there could be more to that, which historically there has been, and so we'll, we'll be interested here what that is. Uh, but a big mistake, Ivan goes home. He tells the group he, that what happened, he dismisses himself. And so there is one more guy gone. So then we get to the rose ceremony and Ashley, some crazy stuff happens. He says to Chelsea, just wanted to let you know, wasn't going to accept your rose ah, anyway. Yeah, that was weird. That was heavy. Ah, yeah. it was like he was trying to be like the big man. Yeah. And it was like the opposite of that. It was so gross. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're right. I forgot that same line. Um, that's a good point, Ash. That was a weird comment. Don't don't worry, don't worry. I wasn't I wasn't actually gonna be that low. Yeah, <laughs> it's like yeah, I wasn't gonna yeah. accept your rose if you gave it to me. Um, yeah, that's weird. Any yeah, so we get then to this rose ceremony. Serena gives uh, Joe her rose. Not crazy, not shocking. Abigail gives Noah the rose, not shocking at this point. Marissa gives Riley the rose. Mari gives Kenny the rose. Becca gives Thomas the rose. A relationship that seems to be really strong. Rumors, uh, pictures have came out that they might still be dating. Who knows? Um, but this feels like a relationship we don't get to see anything about. Like, I have no clue. Becca's one of my my closest friends from the franchise. I haven't gotten to speak with her in a couple months, but... um, it just feels weird that we haven't seen them at all. I don't know what's going on there. Chelsea gives Aaron the rose. Natasha gives Ed her rose. Tia gives James a rose. Blake, Dr. Joe, and Damar go home. Anything shocking here? Damar? Yeah. Because, remember, did we see things? Do we both see things that weren't there? <sighs> he kissed Marissa, and we never talked about it because it never aired. What but happened? it aired in a preview. Yeah, what was that? Did we see things? I mean, no, seriously, audience, let us know. Did we like get a cut that nobody that nobody else saw? Yeah, how is people not freaking out over this? Like Marissa and Riley feel so strong. They feel like they really haven't hit any roadblocks. They've had tough conversations, but every relationship does. And then we see this scene that shocked you and I, Ashley, like shocked us and said, <laughs> we can't, we, we don't know what's going to go on. And then it doesn't ever get shown. Um mm-hmm. 
so what happened? We got to get some follow up there. I'm sure we'll have Riley or Marissa on the podcast um, or Damar here at some point. We've got to ask at that point, uh, what in the yes. world that were we seeing? Like, it was that just a reimagining things might be the best way to ask that question because you and I both saw it. Well, the next morning they wake up. Uh, everything seems to be good. They're hanging by the pool. People are kissing. People are smooching. People are relaxing. It feels like the time that relationships are blossoming. Wells comes out. Um, at this point, I'm glad to see uh, Wells still in his bartender shirt, but he's no longer just a bartender. Actually, he is... The host. Good for him. Which is great. Yeah. Because it feels like he's been the host kind of the entire time. I was going to say, he better be getting paid all season as the host because he's really helped (laughs) out a lot. I know. All right. And then we get a new girl in, which again, I am shocked that there's new people. I might be wrong, but I always thought that there was like two groups of girls that come in and then two groups of guys that come in beyond the original cast. And they are just bringing people in and it's crazy. But Anna comes in and I'm kind of excited that Anna's there just because like she was such a splashy personality on Matt's season. I think it would have been a waste not to have her in paradise. She, you know, not a lot of guys are available at this point. And we we see her talk to Thomas and he says, no, Kenny, he says, no. But then James says, yes, which isn't surprising because Tia has been pretty honest about the fact that she's not like 100% in on that. And I think he deserves to go on this date. And they definitely feel like they have more chemistry than he does with Tia. And I think, and like Tia is bummed and I totally understand that. But like, also she knows that she's not going to end up marrying James. Mm-hmm. Well, and it's getting so late in the game that it's just like, uh, why, why even like pretend, like why even try with somebody that you know that's not going to happen with? Yeah, yeah, and and at some point that question is going to be asked, right? I'm sure Wells at the end of the uh, probably the next episode is going to say, hey, if you don't see this becoming something serious, you need to go home, and they're going to have to have yeah. those conversations. So it was ending soon, anyways. We we would assume, guess. Thomas said something during this part with I believe it was Anna that was really really good to hear. Uh, he said paradise is a place for redemption. Um, mm-hmm. and, and it put things into perspective for me, right? Because I oftentimes have, have been the one where people show up to the beach and I just have the image of them from their time on the show. Like that's how it's hard for me to break through that. Right. I mean, there's people that show up and I'm like on the show, you were mean or, Hey, you really messed up or Hey, you lied or Hey, you had a girlfriend or whatever it was. I, I carry that over to paradise, which I think is, um, fair in a sense, but Thomas said something there with Anna that was like, no, paradise is that place for you to be reborn again, you know, like to, to have a redemption story, to show people on the beach who you really are. And so Anna shows up there with that. And and I think it really, maybe I'm assuming that phrase from Thomas really gave her some confidence to like free herself up from what she thinks everybody thinks of her. I think so. I think totally. When when James and Anna go on their date, though, I'm like, yeah, what a date from hell. Yeah, <laughs> this <that> just <laughs> feels hot and sticky. I mean, nothing's worse. <laughs> I wish to, I wish Taj was on that date. Oh yeah, can can you believe the obsession that this show has this season with just decorating people with food and like sort of sexual situations? Yeah, we had one the whipped cream with Marissa and Riley. Yeah. Then we had um, last week's taco thing with Kenny and Mari, and now we have the human churro with James and Anna, and it's just ridiculous. And then they go on, the, then the snakes are all over them. I was like, oh my god, get me out of this date! But they like they hit it off, and it, it goes well. Um, meanwhile, back at the beach, there's this Abigail thing going on with Noah and Noah ends up saying that he's falling in love with her, having a really emotional moment Mm -hmm. and he's not feeling anything from her. She winks at him. And I'm like, yeah, I, I think that he has been ahead of, of Abigail in feelings this entire time. And I'm starting to feel like Abigail is going to be the one that soon breaks this relationship apart. We see later in the episode we were far we were we were far from that. Yeah, well, let's finish out that thought because that relationship is one that we and most people there thought were really strong. Uh, we thought it was going to last. Uh, the superlatives at the prom, which we'll get to in a second, said they were going to last, and then it ends. Uh, yeah, shocking that Noah does it, uh, but. I do think there's a lot of pain there. I think breakups are always hard. I do understand what Noah is saying, though, right? Um, 
he had strong feelings, but he just can't get to a place where she's his person. I think it's fair. I think it's a really hard breakup, especially at the end. Um, but I, I don't think he was in the wrong for doing it now compared to in a week. Okay, but I'm just like so confused as to how he went from one night saying, I'm falling in love with you to the other night and, and him being like sad about the fact that she didn't say anything back. And then to the next night, he's like, you're not my person. And I, I've been trying to make you my person. You can yeah. love somebody, but not be in love with them. I am just really confused at the 180 here. That being said, I feel like he's also probably feeling a lot of pressure Like, is at this point because it's, are you going to get engaged or are you going to break up? Because that's kind of what it comes down to. Yeah. Which I don't love. I don't love that aspect of paradise, but that's kind of what's encouraged. And um, so I'm not sure what it is, but I, I, I thought it was that. I thought it was that norm, the we either break up or get engaged. But then when he just kept saying, you're not my person, you're not my person. Yeah. I was like, oh, he's really not like leaving a window open for this to like ever rekindle in real life. No, no, that was tough. And it was hard to hear. Breakups are always messy. Well, one breakup we never saw happen, but there's a relationship that was formed from it, is our girl Natasha, who so many have cheered for this season, loses Ed. Um, I guess she's sick. Oh, yeah. You know, um, she's kind of out of uh, the paradise uh, scene right now, recovering. She didn't feel good at prom. She didn't go to prom, did she? She didn't go to prom. She was sick, oh, Okay, they we said. didn't see her there, yeah. um, And so Ed and McKenna form a thing. Are we feeling bad for Natasha right now? Do we feel like this relationship that got away or do we feel like, hey, this was bound to happen? Okay, honestly not because Ed and Natasha were not going to get married. There was no great love there. There was some there was some good fun, but there was no great love. And I did feel so bad for McKenna yeah. who and, – and Natasha has had so many weeks and like – opportunities it's just not happening for her there and that's okay because it is going to happen for natasha because she rocks and because she's beautiful and we have no worries for her i just at this point think it's just not happening in paradise and that's okay um but with mckenna i'm thinking mckenna she was at that vip party weeks ago this girl had a quarantine before that and then she was in the hotel sitting there for at least at least seven days between that party mm. and entering here in paradise. And then she shows up and there's no guy there single, really ready to wanting to go on a date. She gets denied by Aaron. I feel her so much in this moment because that's how I, I it was for me going into paradise three. Not only was like the whole Jared scenario on my heart very heavily, but there was legitimately only one person, and that was Daniel McGuire, the Canadian in the Speedo, that I had the availability to go out on a date with. And that was really hard, really, really hard. So when I <laughs> saw Ed go down there and say, like, hey, let's just have fun. Like, even if you hate me, if we hate each other, let's just have fun. I was like, this is really sweet. It's a really nice gesture from somebody who probably who just knows that things with Natasha aren't going to like end end up together. Yeah. It was. What was your take? No, I'd agree. I think you said it best and I think you've lived through that experience so you can speak to it and I think that gives it a lot of legitimacy. Um I thought he was just being sweet. I didn't really realize that uh there was like he liked her. Yeah, that he liked her. Yeah. Um until later on. Well, uh we get to prom. Prom's a big deal. It's fun. It's exciting. People are asking each other on prom. Tia is super sad because she doesn't have a prom date. Uh, but prom looks fun. It looks it looks interesting. Well, Tia's story changes. Once she gets to prom, Aaron makes the move on her, as we said earlier on. Out of nowhere. Shocking. She kisses Shocking. Aaron. Uh, did not see it coming. Wonder how in the world it even happened. But it is the big story of prom, right? Everything else is kind of just easy going uh, other than the Noah-Abigail breakup afterwards. Were you shocked? Shocked? Yes. Why would he wait so long? I have no clue. Why would he wait until after that Chelsea drama was over? The Chelsea drama that he like kind of sort of resolved, right? Like he fought so hard in that moment to to have to, to be with Chelsea. Yeah. And then he goes in like a very passionate kiss with Tia. Uh, seems like it came out of nowhere. And I, again, 
I don't think it's going anywhere. No. There's too little time left. I think he really just said, like, I'm going to, He like he said, he said, I'm going to regret it if I don't tell you this and make this move. And so he did it. He got out of his system. And we'll see how much fun there is to have in the next little bit yeah. where it goes. So relationships are still forming, uh, even though we're late in the game. Relationships are ending at this point, Noah and Abigail. Uh, the relationship, the rest of the relationship seem to be strong. We obviously see Kenny and Mari uh, connect at a deeper level thanks to the show. Um, that I think the show recognized they needed just a moment to to kind of reevaluate where they're at. And uh, and Kenny gets voted best flirt or biggest flirt. Um, we obviously get the Joe and Serena becoming uh, prom king and queen. Which felt very right. Yeah, and I thought prom was fun to watch. I thought it was a good good mix-up on the show to fill some space. I thought it was probably fun for the cast to go and just, like, dress up and shake it up a bit. Um, it was it was an enjoyable scene. And the only thing uh, I have left to add about this episode is that the rollerblading date seemed so much fun, and it really wanted me – it really felt like I wanted to take my skates out of the storage unit after that. Oh, there you go. <laughs> there you go. Uh, well, that's the episode. Next week, we obviously have a big, long episode, three hours to watch. Uh, it's going to be exciting. It's going to be uh, intense. Uh, it's going to feel very much like a soap opera, I would assume. Um, but we're going to see more of these relationships continue. Some of them end. Uh, and we're going to be here to break it down with you. Well, hey, let's take a break here, Ashley. We have a huge episode coming up. Maddie Pruitt on the line. Diaper duty. It's the adventure no one warns you about when you're expecting, right? Well, fear not. Pamper Swaddlers features a blowout barrier at the back waist that helps prevent up to 100% of leaks, even blowouts. Not only are Pamper Swaddlers total game changers they have the hottest baby gift trend for 2024 the pampers diaper stash an online diaper fund where friends and family can contribute a group gift so that your diaper stockpile never runs out i love this idea here's how it works you create a diaper stash account share it with your tribe watch the stash grow gift it to the parents and voila they use the stash funds to snag Pampers diapers and wipes anywhere, anytime. It's not just a gift. It's a stash of joy. <laughs> Ensuring that those parents-to-be are stocked up without the guesswork. So whether you're a parent in the trenches or the ultimate gift guru, make 2024 the year of leak-free happiness. Pampers swaddlers and the diaper stash. Because parenting should be an extraordinary journey, not a messy one. As every parent knows, kids seem to be everywhere all at once. It's tough for even the most watchful mom and dads to protect their little ones from every single thing. Duracell understands that. That's why they're deeply committed to lithium coin battery safety. Lithium coin batteries power many important things around people's homes, including things that young children may have access to. So Duracell not only educates parents, caregivers, and medical professionals about the importance of lithium coin battery safety, but they also make the only lithium coin batteries with a non-toxic bitter coating to help discourage children from swallowing them. Even Duracell's packaging is child secure and designed to avoid accidental opening because they believe that their product should provide more than just power. They should also provide peace of mind. Learn more at Duracell.com slash power safely available on 2032, 2025 and 2016 sizes. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all new 2025 infinity QX 80 join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson yards in New York city Featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. 
If debit is your go-to card, Discover thinks it's time you get rewarded too. So check out Discover Cashback Debit, a game-changing checking account with cash back on everyday debit card purchases. That's right. Cash back isn't just for credit cards anymore. Whether it's a movie date, flea market find, or midday latte, you can start earning cash back. And did I mention there are no fees, period. Check out transaction eligibility and terms at discover.com slash cashback debit. Discover Bank member FDIC. Your whole life, you've been told that the enemy of eating well is giving into your cravings and indulging. But actually, your cravings are leading you right where you need to be. To Kali Power. <laughs> Kali Power is the brand that powers the foods that you crave with the ingredients you deserve so you can crave on. So if you're craving pizza, go ahead. Enjoy one of Kali Power's thin and crispy stone-fired cauliflower crust pizzas. Craving chicken tenders? Kali Power's chicken tenders are made with real all-natural white meat chicken and a crispy coating packed with cauliflower so you can get protein and veggies all in one bite. And that's not all. If you want to indulge in a big warm bowl of pasta, dig in with Kali Power's cauliflower-based pasta meals. Dinner has never been easier or more delicious. With Kali Power, all the foods you crave are made with the power of veggies gluten-free always, ready in minutes, and most importantly, they taste like the foods you crave. Kali Power's products are available in freezers nationwide. Visit eatcaulipower.com to find them in a store near you. Kali Power. Crave on. The one and only light of the Bachelor franchise, uh, favorite of all, including Ashley and myself, uh, she's a big deal. Maddie Pruitt's on the line. What's up, hey. guys? Hey, Maddie. So we wanted to have you on because you have a new book out. It's Well, it's coming out on October 19th. 19th. <laughs> okay, and it'll be on Amazon. Uh, and it's called Made for This Moment. So my big question for you is, how is this different than all the other Bachelor books that we're seeing come out? Is it even a Bachelor book? So I do talk about my experience, of course, but really, I just, I mean, I talk about my life as a whole, like just like my testimony and the things that I've walked through. But I, I do think that for me, I, cause I, I, that is a question I get asked a lot. And for me, the book is really just to encourage and empower, especially like women, but really anybody, but especially the women, um, just to like figure out who you are and know your identity, know your worth, know your value, um, and know that you're made on purpose and for purpose. And so my heart is really just like encourage and empower and meet people where they're at, but help them get to where ultimately, like, I believe God wants them to be and what he has ultimately for them. So really that's like how I wrote with it in mind. So it's not like a bachelor tea book. I'm not like exposing anyone. It's like very, um, I mean, I talk about my time throughout the show and just like how it impacted me, why I went on the show. Cause that's like the most asked question I think I get. Um, but yeah, why I went on the show and just kind of what led to that moment of saying yes to that. And then kind of the experience as a whole. And then since then, and just what I learned throughout that journey. And even though like, obviously most of my readers aren't going to be going on reality TV shows or have had that experience in the past for me, it was like, okay, but so many people understood, like even watching my life, the most asked question that I got on the show, like coming off the show was like, how are you able to stay true to yourself and stay true to your beliefs and convictions? Like, how are you able to be so confident and calm and just whatever, you know, throughout the time on the show. And so really like, that's kind of what I wanted to speak to, to people um, and just like meet them where they're at. And even though their external experiences may not be the same as mine, they may not be on a reality TV show. They, you know, are still left with all the same inside feelings of just trying to figure out like, who am I? What am I here for? How can I stay true to myself with all these pressures around me in the world telling me this is who you are? This is your label. This is what you're supposed to do. Like, how can I silence all of that out and really figure out for myself? Like, no, this is who I am. This is what I believe. And no matter what environment I'm in, I'm going to stay true to that. And so I really wrote it for those people out there. So it's, it's more of a empowerment faith-based book, but it does have my bachelor story in there. What's happened Maddie between your time on the show and now that's made you go, this is what I want to talk about. Like as, as the, 
as silence has became more and as it, things have kind of filtered through and now you have like a perspective on what that show meant to you and the platform was handed, why was your response, I want to write this book to empower people? So the crazy thing is I actually had started writing a book before I ever went on The Bachelor and I graduated from Bible college and thought that my life was heading in the trajectory of like, I'm going to marry a pastor. I'm going to be like, you know, just praying over people and going on mission trips. Like I fully thought that was the direction God had me going in. And when I got a call from the bachelor and felt like that was what I was supposed to do, it fully didn't make sense to me. I was like, this doesn't really align with like what I'm going for and the trajectory of my life and kind of the box that I'd put myself in and other people would put me in. So I don't really understand like what this has to do with anything, but I knew that I was supposed to go on the show and I felt led to do, it. I didn't know what it was going to look like. I didn't know I, it was going to be me and Peter at the finale trying to figure stuff out. Like I had no idea what it was going to look like, but I, I was open. Like, I was like, honestly, like, yeah, if I find my person great, like I don't know. Like, I don't know what this is going to look like. So I'm just going to see. And I really stepped into it um, open-handed, but knowing that it was kind of where God was leading me. And then when I came off the show and I had so many people asking me like so many of those questions and girls just like opening up about, you know, through my testimony and my story, they decided to save themselves for marriage and wait um, and, and just pursue kind of like pure, you know, purity until marriage. And I, it was just so cool. I was like, wow, like this is so awesome. And so many people who were so afraid to like talk about these things or to have these kind of beliefs and convictions, you know, now like kind of opening up and just saying that I was able to just encourage them. And so I, I really just, you know, I came off the show and because I felt led to do it and because I felt led to go on it, I never really like made it about me. Like I didn't come off the show and I was like, oh, like I get to do all these things. Like it's all about this, all about that. It was like, okay, so how can I use this since I felt like this is where God was leading me now? How can I use this to like add value to other people? Like, how can I take this and pour into other people? And like, as soon as I got off the show, I was getting reached out to by a lot of different conferences, student conferences, churches, you know, like come and speak at our, our events and stuff like that. And at first I was kind of like surprised. I was like, Oh, like you want me to come speak? <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> and I was like, okay, like, let's do it, God, like whatever, whatever you have. And so really like my mindset was whatever you have for me, Lord, like whether it's, you know, something everyone sees something, no one sees, like, I don't really care. Like, I just know that I have something inside of me that I want to give to other people. And I know that I can help encourage and empower other people to like, show me what that looks like. And so when I got up on the show, you know, some opportunities started opening up of just speaking and writing. And I really just like jumped on that and just wanted to kind of think at it from the perspective of like, what is our, like, what is my generation really struggling with? And what do I wish like someone would have told me when I was, you know, 18, 19, 20, 21, like, and how can I just really encourage them and empower them and help them get to where they dream to be? And so that was kind of my mindset when I came off the show. I love that so much. I feel like your your book's going to help a lot of young girls and guys out there. Uh, so you say that you were led to be on The Bachelor. You didn't feel led to be on Paradise. Mm. <laughs> I did not. I did not feel led to be on Paradise. I said. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> How hard did they try to get you on the show, though? They, they were pulling all the all the cards, um, and they swore to me that my husband was going to be on there. I have not watched, so I have no idea who they were referencing. But um, but yeah, I I just yeah I didn't. I'm a person of like peace, and I'm a person of like leading with what I feel like, I don't know where God is taking me. And when they called, I was like, listen, guys, I was like, no, I was like, I'm so sorry. I'm not, I'm just not going there. Was there ever a moment? Like, was there ever a moment that you even thought about it? Be honest. I would say I was 99% no. So there was a one, there was a 1% because they were like, I swear, Maddie, your husband is there. And I was like, Hmm. And then I thought about it and I was like, no, you know, if he's there, then, and he's my husband, then he's going to find me the organic way. Yeah. And I'm going to just see how things play out. And I haven't watched the show at all. So I have no idea who like is even on it other than my friends that went on it. But yeah, it was, it was hard. No, for me. Ashley, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know what you think, but I don't think he was there. <laughs> I don't think that's what I was going to say. <laughs> I'm Maybe thinking 
talking about the cast. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. He he didn't go. Yeah. He didn't show up. I don't know who they, I don't know who they would be referencing, but I don't know. Again, I don't even know who else on there. So. Yeah, I don't I don't see it. I mean, maybe Ashley has a better radar here than I do, but I'm I'm kind of like eh, if I don't it know. comes to me. Yeah. I'll let I'll let you know. <laughs> That's good stuff, um, Maddie. It's interesting. Ashley and I have, have mentioned on the podcast before, but there was a moment I was standing up in front of a a church a few years ago and it hit me. I was like, you know, because of a reality television show, now people want to hear what I have to say, which is so weird to me. Have you ever had that feeling? Like, have you, as this book comes out, is it, is it odd to you that uh, your life's experience, your life journey has led to a point where now people are so interested. They're going to be so excited about this book for you and to read what you have to say. And it comes from this crazy show that we're laughing about right now. I've had, I would say I have more of those moments when people come up to me like crying and I'm like, oh, <laughs> I'm like, no, it's just me. Stop. Um, I, I would say I have more moments like that. I, I would say as far as speaking and writing and everything, I always knew that like that was going to be some form of my life. I didn't know to what capacity. I had no idea that like it was going to be at the level that it is to where people know my face and care what I have to say. I think more than anything, though, it's been so humbling. And it's just, I've been so much more dependent on God rather than like, oh, like, look at me, hear what I have to say. It's like, no, I actually know how broken and messed up I am. And like, apart from God, like I have nothing good to give. And so it's been a very humbling experience through all of this. And like, and people will keep you humble. <laughs> so I'm like, you know, anytime yeah, I've, I've had one moment of maybe not being humble, I'm like, well, you just put me right back down. Thank yeah. you. Um, so, you know, it's been, it has been very interesting in a lot of ways, but I think more than anything, I don't know, like my, my life verse and like kind of just how I live my life in general is just very much like, God, this life is not my own. And like, I, I'm not going to do like use it for selfish reasons. So like literally whatever you want to do with my life, however you want to use me and what that looks like, is totally up to you. And so, you know, for me, when I thought I was going to live in, in Africa and be a missionary, like I was very okay with that, but I'm like, this isn't what I expected but God's used it in ways bigger than I could have ever imagined. And so for that, I'm just, I'm grateful and humbled. Um, and, and yeah, and I just, I think my biggest prayer is just like everybody who picks up the book, like it's a transformative book. Like it's not just another book where, you know, they get some information or they get some whatever. And, and that's that it's like, no, I, I'm praying, like I've prayed so hard over every single person that's going to be reading this book. And, I'm just like, I just pray that every person who picks it up just feels so loved and just met where they're at and just know that like they were made for such greatness and for such purpose. Um, and so, yeah, I mean, that's just my mindset kind of as I go throughout my day. And I think anytime I ever do make things about me, like God humbles me real quick. So I just try and just live with that mindset of like, okay, Lord, like, you know, whatever you have, um, for me is, is great. And it's been really cool. Um, having, I mean, like you said, like on stage speaking, my favorite moments are like after when I'm meeting with someone one-on-one -on -one and I'm like, pray, like I get to pray with them or talk with them and hear some of their story. And, you know, they talk about like how I was able to like, you know, they gave their heart to Jesus because of seeing my faith or they decided to save themselves for marriage because of seeing my values and all of these things that it's like, holy cow, like, wow. Like it, it's just humbling and just like, oh my gosh, God, like only you could use someone like me and something like the bachelor to bring glory to like your name and to like make people want to know you more. Like that's, that to me is just like the overwhelming sense of feeling that I get from all of it. Well, Maddie, we're fans of you here. Uh, Jess and I are fans of you in life. Um, we're glad to support you on the Almost Famous podcast. Uh, we hope the book's a massive success. Again, it comes out October 19th, right? Uh, I don't want to get that wrong. I want everybody to, uh, and it's called Made for This Moment. You'll be able to find it because Maddie's picture's on the front of it, and I think you can recognize it. <laughs> Maddie, before we go, I do want to talk about one more thing that you have going on, and that is your new podcast. It's Maddie Pruitt, the face of sports fashion. How do you talk about like fashion on a podcast when it's not visual? Because I, and I really want to know this because you have the coolest style and like, you're always just so perfect and just adorable. And okay. How do you talk about fashion on a podcast? 
So I partnered with the J boy podcast and they, they do so much with like sports and really covering like everything that's going on in college football, college sports. And so it just has been really fun because I, you know, for me, it's like faith is such a big part of my life, but I also like having my hand in so many different things and sports being one of those. I'm like, Ben, yeah. Like I see the basketballs above your head and I'm like, mm-hmm. heck yeah. <laughs> I'm like, let's go. <laughs> and I, that's just like, a, just such a big part of like my personality, my life, my upbringing. And so for me, when like J boy podcast, like reached out and was like, Hey, do you want to like, come on and kind of be like the face of like you know, fashion and sports and all of these things. I'm like, hey, yeah, sure. Like, let's do it. Um, and yeah, it's been, it's been really fun. And I actually, so I partnered with this game day couture line and they actually represent like all of like collegiate sports, just colleges all over the U S. And so we came out with like a line of just like sweatshirts and hoodies and stuff like that. So I, t- I get to talk about that a good bit. Um, but yeah, I mean, honestly, I'm like, gosh, my style is like comfort over everything. Like I'm like, I'm usually in sweats and sneakers. So I'm like, I'm very, but you make it cool. It doesn't (laughs) look like you're in sweats. It looks like you're in an outfit. Now, who is the most stylish, uh, athlete in your opinion? Athletes? Yeah. Oh gosh. Um, Honestly, I love, um, I honestly, I don't really have, excuse me. I don't really have like a favorite. I always love like looking at their stuff, like before the games and stuff. I don't really have like a favorite athlete. I would say my style icon is Haley Bieber, but (laughs) I'm like, she's not really an athlete, but she, I love the vibe. Um, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I love, I feel like it's funny because every athlete shows up in something different. And so like, sometimes I'm like, that's the most horrendous thing I've ever seen in my life. And then sometimes I'm like, Hmm, good job. But like all of them just have stylists. So it's just whatever like their stylist puts them in. But I always love just seeing like the new, like trends and swag. And I, yeah, I'm just like a big sweatshirt girl and yeah, like a cool jacket. I love, I love accessories. So I'm like good jewelry, good jacket, good shoes. I'm like, that's a statement, like basic shirt, basic pants, but like go all out with like the bag and the jewelry and the, you know, all the things. The shoes. And the cute hair and makeup and all that. Oh, yeah, all right. Yeah. You're speaking <laughs> Ashley's language. You're speaking truth into her. She's like, I can wear sweatpants, sweatpants, yeah, and sneakers cool. and look good. I'm in. Yes. <laughs> all right, Maddie, you are so sweet. We love having you on. Uh, good luck with everything. And you guys can get the book again, October 19th on Amazon. Thanks, Maddie. Thank you guys so much. I had so much fun. See ya. Bye, guys. Diaper duty. It's the adventure no one warns you about when you're expecting, right? Well, fear not. Pamper Swaddlers features a blowout barrier at the back waist that helps prevent up to 100% of leaks, even blowouts. Not only are Pamper Swaddlers total game changers, they have the hottest baby gift trend for 2024, the Pampers Diaper Stash, an online diaper fund where friends and family can contribute a group gift so that your diaper stockpile never runs out. I love this idea. Here's how it works. You create a diaper stash account, share it with your tribe, watch the stash grow, gift it to the parents, and voila. They use the stash funds to snag Pampers diapers and wipes anywhere, anytime. It's not just a gift. It's a stash of joy. (laughs) Ensuring that those parents-to-be are stocked up without the guesswork. So whether you're a parent in the trenches or the ultimate gift guru, Make 2024 the year of leak-free happiness. Pamper Swaddlers and the Diaper Stash. Because parenting should be an extraordinary journey, not a messy one. As every parent knows, kids seem to be everywhere all at once. It's tough for even the most watchful mom and dads to protect their little ones from every single thing. Duracell understands that. That's why they're deeply committed to lithium coin battery safety. Lithium coin batteries power many important things around people's homes, including things that young children may have access to. So Duracell not only educates parents, caregivers, and medical professionals about the importance of lithium coin battery safety, but they also make the only lithium coin batteries with a non-toxic bitter coating to help discourage children from swallowing them. Even Duracell's packaging is child secure and designed to avoid accidental opening. Because they believe that their product should provide more than just power, they should also provide peace of mind. 
Learn more at Duracell.com slash power safely. Available on 2032, 2025, and 2016 sizes. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. If debit is your go-to card, Discover thinks it's time you get rewarded, too. So check out Discover Cashback Debit, a game-changing checking account with cashback on everyday debit card purchases. That's right. Cash back isn't just for credit cards anymore. Whether it's a movie date, flea market find, or midday latte, you can start earning cash back. And did I mention? There are no fees. Period. Check out transaction eligibility and terms at discover.com slash cashbackdebit. Discover Bank, member FDIC. Your whole life, you've been told that the enemy of eating well is giving into your cravings and indulging, but actually your cravings are leading you right where you need to be to Collie Power. <laughs> Collie Power is the brand that powers the foods that you crave with the ingredients you deserve so you can crave on. So if you're craving pizza, go ahead. Enjoy one of Collie Power's thin and crispy stone-fired cauliflower crust pizzas. Craving chicken tenders? Collie Power's chicken tenders are made with real all-natural white meat chicken and a crispy coating packed with cauliflower so you can get protein and veggies all in one bite. And that's not all. If you want to indulge in a big warm bowl of pasta, dig in with Collie Power's cauliflower-based pasta meals. Dinner has never been easier or more delicious. With Collie Power, all the foods you crave are made with the power of veggies. Gluten-free always, ready in minutes, and most importantly, they taste like the foods you crave. Collie Power's products are available in freezers nationwide. Visit eatcaulipower.com to find them in a store near you. Collie Power. Crave on. Okay, guys. Well, Ben had to jump off, so I am in charge of Bachelor Headlines solo this week, starting off off with the fact that Claire and Dale have broken up again after a five-month reconciliation. I am pretty sad about this. I really, really wanted things to work out for her. I felt that the second time was truly a charm, but it doesn't look like that is the case. Uh, They were last spotted together at the Grey Goose Suite at the U.S. Open on September 9th. I think that was their last Instagram as well. Um, But then fans started to speculate on September 24th that they were not together when he celebrated his 33rd birthday without a social media post from Claire. He also attended a wedding that Claire was invited to as his plus one over the um, over uh, the September 19th weekend. And um, she didn't go. It was his friend's wedding. Um and he wasn't talking about his own personal life. She just she just didn't go with him. So that is just really, really sad news to me. I'm sure over the next couple of weeks, we'll find out a little bit more about what unfolded. But until then, that's all we got. We have um, some more details from Kendall Long, though, who broke her silence this week about... Um, her decision to go on Paradise and what she was looking for from that experience. So she said, in the final chapter of my life, wouldn't it hurt to look back and regret a story formed from pieces of others' lives, wants, and desires? I think she's referring to fans who thought that she should not be on the show. 
uh, and not do and not have the conversations that she had with Joe there. She goes, but I do what feels right. I say what I need to say. I don't regret a single thing. I recommend you all stop living vicariously as well. It's very freeing. Initially, I knew that Joe was probably going to be on the show because he was single and he's an active part of the Bachelor world. When I went on, it it wasn't um, when I went on, I wasn't interested in getting back in a relationship with Joe because if I wanted to. I would have done that the year and a half that we had been broken up. Uh, She says, I didn't want to do it publicly in front of everyone. So my goal was to just go there, get closure and find love on the beach like I did before. So this is very interesting. And I think that we're going to have to really get into the nitty gritty on this when Kendall does come on this podcast. And she's a friend of the podcast. I think she will come on because I really want to know why it seemed like when she got there, really, she just wanted to be with Joe. We will find out sooner rather than later, I hope. Now, Ben earlier in the show referred to the fact that we didn't get to see a lot of Becca and Thomas's relationship. And he did respond to a fan this week, actually, who said it was sad that Bachelor in Paradise hasn't shown enough of this relationship. He said... Some of our most beautiful moments were made with the little things and reliving those will always be enough for me. Ben also said earlier in the podcast that there was photos of them um, possibly together that showed up this week. So maybe they uh, are still having a little something something because this quote saying that like those memories will be enough for him. Kind of sounds like uh, they're memories that aren't over, but, you know, maybe I'm, I'm looking into things too much. Then we have another headline from a current Bachelor cast member, Marissa Gunn, who says that she and Christian built a fast connection by going to the Boom Boom Room. She said, we got back to the beach and we wanted to continue our conversation. So as two consenting adults... We went into the Boom Boom Room together, which is fine. She said that the conversations that came from that night in an air-conditioned room really strengthened their relationship. It was nice um, because it allowed us more time together, too, and we were able to build a connection fast. And our last headline is Matt James celebrates Rachel Kirkconnell as she turns 25. He says on Instagram, happy birthday to my emergency contact. He posted a very sweet carousel of photos of the two of them together since they met in late 2020 on The Bachelor. And he said, be strong, be courageous, and do not be afraid or terrified because of them. For the Lord, your God, goes with you. He will never leave you nor forsake you. Uh, And then he followed it by saying, happy birthday to my emergency contact. I love you. So sweet. All right, guys. Well, that is the headlines for this week. We will be back next week. And I realized there was something huge we didn't talk about. And that was the scenes from the next episode. Because we see Kendall come back right as it looks like Joe is meeting Serena at the engagement altar. Now, my best guess is that she's going to be sort of kind of giving him the blessing to go forward. I don't know that he's going to appreciate getting a blessing from Kendall, but maybe this is like her real sincere closure moment. So we'll have to stay tuned and we'll have the answers to all of these speculations next week after a three hour bachelor in paradise finale. Love you guys so much. Thank you for always being here for us. It means the world and signing off solo. I've been Ashley. Bye. Follow the Ben and Ashley I Almost Famous podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. Childproofing people's homes is hard, but Duracell is making it just a bit simpler. Not only are they committed to educating parents, caregivers, and medical professionals about the importance of battery safety, they also make the only lithium coin batteries with a non-toxic bitter coating to help discourage children from swallowing them. Duracell even features child-secure packaging designed to avoid accidental opening. Learn more at Duracell.com slash power safely, available on 2032, 2025, and 2016 sizes. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80, live March 20th from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. 
featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. You deserve to treat yourself, so turn your tax refund into a U-fund and give yourself a Straight Talk Wireless Extended Silver Unlimited plan and get a new Samsung Galaxy A14 on them. You can get a great everyday value on wireless with Straight Talk's unlimited plans starting at $25 a line per month for four lines. You'll save so much, you'll be enjoying that refund all year long. It's the refund that keeps on refunding. Find Straight Talk at straighttalk.com or at your local Walmart store. Taxes and fees not included. Offer valid through 4-14-24 while supplies last. Online only. Must purchase a Straight Talk extended silver unlimited plan to qualify. Limit of five phones per customer. Family plan discount with four lines. All on the silver unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto pay discount. Hey, hey, it's Malcolm Gladwell, host of Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Your elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive entirely its own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. And that makes us FACET for life now, I guess. <laughs> Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. 